0: Considering the severity of the situation, that's a pretty calm way of announcing it. Oh, um, honey, you're home. I uh, I shrunk. I shrunk the kids. Not like, honey, Christ. Yeah, yeah One, it, I'm a it, genius. It should probably be like, it should probably be like,
1: Jesus fuck.
0: <laughs> At no point does it say I shrunk the kids because it's clear. What? Yeah, yeah.
1: Holy f- no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Holy ellipses Pause, no. fuck.
1: fuck. Fuck. Oh shit. Jerry. I'm going to fucking die. <laughs> yeah. My kids are dead and it's all my fault. They let him keep them, though, for a whole other movie. Didn't get the kids taken away. Honey, I shrunk the kids up. again? Wait, what's the sequel of that movie? I blew Honey, the, kids. Uh, the court should have stopped me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I think it's pathological. <laughs> uh-huh. Honey, at
1: this point, it's the fault of the state. <laughs> Welcome to the Sad Boys, a podcast about feelings and other things also. I'm Jarvis.
0: And I'm uh, Disney's The Black Panther. Today is and what Black Panther the, Day. What do you think of the voice? Uh, were you... Because there's probably going to be spinoffs, because the movie just came out. It's, it's very, very popular. People are very excited about it. Right,
1: Black Panther, yes, it just I'm came thinking, out. I'm
0: thinking, you know, maybe that's an opportunity for me. Maybe I can w- slip no, it. But
1: see, I just want to go back to the voice that you're talking about. Mm-hmm, yeah. When you introduced yourself as Disney's Black Panther... Disney's
0: the Black Panther, yeah. Dis-
1: okay. Um, was that... Who were you trying to be?
0: That's the guy. That's him. That's the oh, the, the monster. That's like in the movie.
1: Chadwick Boseman's...
0: I don't Black- know who that is, but you know the main monster in Black Panther? The bad guy? He's like a big cat. Mm. He's like, the hey, Spider-Man, give me your gun. He takes his gun? Uh, yeah. You haven't seen the movie, I can tell. <laughs> How embarrassing. Welcome to the Sad Boys. My name's Jarvis. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm I quit.
1: <laughs> um, today we're joined with a very special guest. Who's that? It's our our boy. It, it, he really is our he's boy. our boy. That means a lot.
0: Don't talk. We're doing the show. He really is. (laughs) Yeah. It's like
1: uh, you you, you mentor someone and you feel like you're there for like really important parts of their lives. Yeah.
0: And much like having a child, uh, you think you're going to have a real impact and maybe make them an acceptable part of society. But you're really not a part of their lives at all. Uh, So so it really just
1: is like a like (laughs) it's just a moment of pride for the both of us that we're joined today by the one, the only. Tyler and we're still Ray. doing the show, yeah, and we're, we're still doing talk. the show,
0: so we're gonna we're, just introduce yeah, no, you. Please so.
1: don't talk when we're talking. It's the, one, the only. Of the show. And then the third. This is my
0: favorite bit. <laughs> you don't like the length of it. <laughs> 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 do you think maybe it could be longer?
1: <laughs> so we're joined by Tyler May today, one of our our great friends, fan of the boys. Um, That's pushing it a little bit. Okay, well, I'll take it. Man of his own
2: pod. Oh, I do. I am a man. And yeah, I-, I do. <laughs> 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 Did you just marry that phrase?
1: <laughs> no, I'm so dedicated to the podcast. I'm going All right. You love yeah. your show, Mr. Feels. I do. So Tyler is a multi-hyphenate. He does photo. He does video. He hosts his own podcast about mental health called Mr. Feels. Mm-hmm.
0: And he's one of our uh, favorite people. Yeah. Okay. Closest friend, favorite people, something of a raconteur. Oh, that means a lot. I don't know what that means, but it certainly seems like you would be one. Yeah. Uh, Do you raconteer? That that was that like I'm very confused. That
1: raconteurs were that uh oh that super group. No, not racketeers. That's a different thing. Yeah,
0: you're something of a racketeer. <laughs> <laughs> you play squash, tennis, anything that <laughs> gives you the opportunity to grab a hold of that old <laughs> stick. Couldn't think of a slang word for racket. <laughs> <laughs> the old stick. <laughs> the old circle stick.
1: Um, so in today. Tyler's joining us to talk about a subject that he covers very often on his own podcast. Depression.
0: Yay. Well, you, you've been saving all of your best points for this podcast. Uh, yeah. Get hyped. Who's
1: ready for some depression?
0: Maybe <laughs> so a little bit. This <laughs> no, I,
2: yeah. I don't no. I'm the hype man for mental illness. That's
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. That's your description. <laughs> there we go. Tyler May, the hype man right. for mental, mental illness. illness. No, I'm I no mean, expert. M- but...
2: Mental health maybe better because I'm not like. Against health
1: Right yeah, Like you're not trying to You're not trying to hype up The illnesses themselves You're not like You can do it Bipolar disorder <laughs> Believe in yourself <laughs> Disassociative fugue <laughs> yeah. Um, That's right I'm pulling out I'm pulling out things From the DSM-4 I took a psychology class
0: It's finally paying off yeah. <laughs> I knew it would be useful
1: It's I've had this paper in the back pocket for the past 12 years.
0: Yeah, we're talking to our sweet boy Tyler May about uh, depression today. But before we do, Tyler May, hmm. our friend raconteur, racketeer. Okay, okay. Um, how the hell was your week? What did you do? Um, It was great.
2: I flew in from Indianapolis after driving there from Louisville, Kentucky, where I go to school and study counseling after I dropped out because I got real sad and Very depressed yeah. so that's something we can talk about where like, was your hype man um i didn't have one He well, had one for the oldest I, yeah yeah <laughs> i had the yeah, you opposite actually of had that it the wrong
1: way you were like no, <laughs> <"Go>! you <laughs> yeah, could do it yeah, just yeah Tyler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: it was real it was real unhelpful yeah um yeah i think total good got to hang out with some patreon people to make some money had a photo shoot it's always a good time to make some money able to charge about double the price as normal in San Francisco.
0: And that's for photography, like? Yes.
2: I'm a freelance photographer and videographer.
0: Tyler and takes amazing
1: mean. photos. If oh. you, uh, most of the photos that are good on my Instagram are from me, but the ones that <laughs> are uh, pretty good are from uh, Tyler, yeah. Man. I took
2: a lot of the sad boys photos, all the good sad boys photos are that's probably That's absolutely me. enough. Yeah, and all the bad ones are That's, me too, but I do yeah, all of them. You. So do not come <laughs> on my
0: show and claim that our low res cameras aren't able to take <laughs> as high quality as the ones that you spent five yeah, to six hours on yeah, per image. Yeah, a little bit. How dare you? Mm. Uh, but yeah, what yeah. you just got a little busy. We, I I I'd probably rate it an eight out of ten.
2: So a little busy. Uh, I've got a wedding that needs to be finished by Sunday.
0: And so, not photos. There's an ongoing, it. really slow No, yeah, way I'm here. getting married, boys. <laughs> it's uh, your, your family has flown out, and they really like to see a ceremony. <laughs> yeah. But you're
1: just dragging your feet. <laughs> Real bum. You already it. said I do. <laughs> I know multiple times. I'm yeah. I'm overcommitted. Yeah, is this the marriage to the podcast? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> um, Jordan, yeah. how how is your
0: week? old me, my dude. You know me, I like to be on brand. I like to always reflect the uh, topic in my week. Yeah. I feel like this is the third episode in a trilogy of particularly sad sad boys. It's yeah. <laughs> um, a downward spiral, which uh, should indicate that this will be the worst of the three. Because I'm here. This is the worst of the yeah. trilogy. Yeah. Um I had, a, I had a I had a pretty challenging week. Yeah. I uh, uh for the sake of transparency, this is a very sad boys thing. Yes. I uh, I cried a little bit in Phil's today. Nice, oh, dude. man. Which anybody who listens to the show knows that every anecdote I tell either happens <laughs> before, during, or after going to Phil's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like, Phil's now, is the, the neutral point for all stories. <laughs> now, uh...
1: For the listeners, they should know that this was after you accidentally composted something that you were supposed to recycle. <laughs> you know I would never do that again.
0: <laughs> 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 Let's not get back into that. Um, but yeah, 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 life is the moment in between going to Phil's. <laughs> I was going to Phil's this morning and uh, it, it's, been, it's been a difficult couple of weeks and um, I have... Uh, is this some- all like work stress? I work personal, uh, just kind of the conflation of a lot of smaller events resulting yeah. in that, that burnout that we referenced before. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but more recently, I uh, I have some trouble sleeping. And um, if I'm not very careful about routine, yeah. which I very often am not, um, I can set myself off in a really, 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 really bad place. And so I did that a couple of nights ago and I got sick and then the following day, I was just miserable oh, just no. a day. And yeah. then the day after that I, I was still kinda locked in that mode and I was just in Phil's coffee. I only ever get one drink. Yeah. I got no problem with that. And for some reason the idea Istanbul that i was- Istanbul treat. The Istanbul treat mm. with a little bit of honey and plenty of almond milk, thank you.
1: Yeah, I now I would love I want to hear the remainder of the story, but this thanks is. to you I've started adding almond milk and honey to some of my drinks. Oh yeah. It makes everything better. It'll change
0: mm-hmm. the game. It's, it's basically the uh, animal fries of Phil's. Yeah. <laughs> because they won't give me animal fries. And, yeah, 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 animal style.
1: <laughs> can, I, can I get that uh, tea animal style? And they're like, excuse me? And I was like, well, how about honey and almond milk?
0: <laughs> yeah, the secret menu at Phil's is really limiting. It's just other versions of milk. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, it resulted in me walking in and, and feeling strangely overwhelmed by the outside world. And then I was looking at the menu at Phil's. And there were so many options, despite the fact that I've never get anything but the Istanbul treat. Right, right, right. I became very angry at myself for only ever getting the Istanbul treat. Mm-hmm. And I shed a, a two to three movie tears. Like a single perfect cascade from one oh, eye. yeah. And while ordering? Yeah, and they charge me full. Oh, man. <laughs> What's with that? What was the work. point of even doing it?
1: <laughs> I yeah I I can definitely I mean I also cried this week but for a far different reason. Uh, it was for a coffee. He <laughs> yeah, 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 laughed was, real hard at a joke and yeah. a couple tears came out. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it was, was his own joke. Tears, but, there <laughs> there <laughs> weren't actual tears. But he was, there was tears alone. from an emoji. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: sorry, I don't know what an emotion is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I know what an emoji is. Yeah, they're one and the same to me. They're
1: one in the same, and some of them have tears. So I've also cried.
0: <laughs> yeah, other than that, uh, pretty solid week. Anybody else that is a, a cool, elite speaking gamer like myself, dude, uh, could be pretty excited about Kingdom Come Deliverance, just came out today, Ooh. downloading right now, probably what I'm going to do right after the episode. Ooh. You know the kid's going to dive into that, live a little bit of uh, Bulgarian medieval lifestyle, thank you. That's pretty cool. Okay. I'm excited for Kingdom Hearts 3, speaking of oh, Kingdoms. Oh, days, yeah. Um, I'm if, excited
1: if for Yu-Gi-Oh to come Kingdom back. Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah, it, well, it's actually, uh, it's actually happening now.
0: Yeah, it, they say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, It's withdrawal. a Duke
1: Nukem Forever until, <laughs> until it's out. It is
0: the same as Duke Nukem Forever. <laughs> yeah. You know when Goofy turns up in Duke Nukem
1: Forever? <laughs> you know when, you know when Donald Duck says he's, uh, ready to kick ass and chew bubble gum? <laughs> Inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It's super weird. And he's all out of gum. Um,
0: how about you, sweet man?
1: Yes. How's your week? Um, my week has been good. I, I'm on vacation. Um, and you were in the office today on vacation I was uh, I'll I ex- can't find my way home <laughs> <laughs> I'll explain I, Old habits die hard Very bad on um, vacation I uh, I went to New York at the end of I uh, had a show last Friday Flew to New York immediately after the show um, Went to hang out with my friend Russell and My friend Katie uh, As well as some of my old roommates And other people that I know who've moved to New York Had myself a good time Had some incredible food Some even more incredible experiences.
0: Walk me through this foodie hitting dim sum. What's so, This food uh, Are you eating the, the 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 pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had <laughs> right? some, I had right? some pizza. Do like. you have to shake your hand like that yeah, when you dude. say pizza? You know, when the friggin' the guy. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. Hey, yeah. I'm walking around. <laughs> give me the give me the pizza. I'm Christopher Walken here. No, 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 we knew uh, that joke was coming. I can't help but notice disappointed. Neither of you applauded when I did my voice. It's yeah. Well, uh, that's my n- channel Yeah, I was gonna
1: say that's nothing near your Disney. The Black Panther voice <laughs> I'm a back panther I'm
0: hunting here I'm sorry
1: did you say you're a back panther <laughs> <laughs> hi, hi
0: I'm Disney's the back panther <laughs> I'm it's, black
1: <laughs> It's uh, it's a man with a panther on his back
0: <laughs> Cut phrases, I'll be black
1: <laughs> Um, Hold me closer Tiny panther <laughs>
0: Um Tyler, man, do you have any almost jokes? <laughs> no, those are all bad. Can we so, go back to Jarvis's story? please? I was eating
1: so back to the food I was eating. Uh I ate some amazing pizza, had some uh, Cuban Chinese fusion. Whoa. Um
2: Whoa. doesn't sound great. What does that look like?
1: Um it it's like like a rice dish with chorizo and like this really nice like marinated chicken on it, and it was it was pretty dope. Had okay. some had some Beef dumplings that were like okay, it, it, beef. It, it was good. It was uh, it was all like pretty dope. And I ate at one restaurant three times. Whoa! The first time, Russell and Katie took me to this place. It's called Mile End. It's in uh, it's in downtown Brooklyn. Uh, and it has had like all day breakfast. You can get like bagels and uh, like sandwiches and stuff. It was like really good. I had a bre- the best breakfast sandwich I've ever had. Holy crap!
0: Yeah. Wait. I know there's more to the story, but I I. I- I've heard people say and they're wrong, don't get me wrong. All right, yeah. that the the breakfast container genre, burrito, sandwich, pasty, mm-hmm. etc. Yeah. it has a has a cap because you're just you're basically just bundling together a bunch of ingredients. How much impact can you have on the actual right. eventual flavor? Sure, right. sure. And you're saying this was the best one. Yes. So what did this and do? And I
1: also have a problem with people who say that because you could say that. That's like saying that there's a absolute ceiling to all of the ingredients of
0: those things. To soup. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> soup it's is like, just a
0: liquid, so it really I can't mean, have other flavors. Yeah,
1: I mean like bread is just bread, so really how good could it get? Cheese is just cheese, so really how good could it get? Eggs
0: Is it just a really good everything? It was good just eggs. a really
1: good everything. It was it was uh uh to describe it, it it was very simple. We had an everything bagel. Um uh, Okay. Some, that was by my... You, you,
0: you've already surpassed my expectations. Yeah. I was picturing just triangular bread. Yeah. B- yeah. every
1: Everything bagel, amazing eggs, well well seasoned. Everything eggs. Ba- bacon. <laughs> Most everything bacon. What kind of bacon? American. Bacon. Okay. Okay.
2: Is that when it's very thin? <laughs> no, it's not the British bacon. It's the American bacon. Oh. Nor
1: is it Irish bacon or Canadian bacon. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> no, Canadian <laughs> yeah. bacon's not bacon. I checked its passport. <laughs> 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 its nationality was American. This pig <laughs> is for america i don't know um <laughs> <laughs> oh. so <laughs> please leave that in uh <laughs> it's silence afterwards for a year <laughs> that's just that's Big. the first 45 minutes of <laughs> the show um avocado
0: and cheese i think yeah and it was just you were in this fugue state of deliciousness you didn't know what was going on i oh, yeah. did know what was going
1: on i oh I, is that cheese? Yeah, yeah what is this i don't even just in when they're all in tandem it's just so good <laughs> Um And yeah, it was just a magnificent breakfast sandwich And it was just like so well done Everything was like uh, the perfect tenderness mm-hmm. uh, Could bite right through it
0: and It was so good that you X3'd the trip You were there yeah. every morning after mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: so the, so uh, I went the first time with uh, my friends And then after they went to work that Monday I went back And when I went back, an amazing thing happened <gasps> Oh, What happened, Jarvis? So I'm like sitting down in the back of the restaurant ordered my decaf coffee i'm on decaf now uh oh, yeah interesting in uh, my breakfast sandwich i could explain that later but um
0: well the breakfast sandwich is caffeinated <laughs> yeah well <laughs>
1: it's got a lot of coffee beans the other oh, <laughs> disgusting I was saying, oh, wow the, it doesn't a, sound good well <laughs> every it's an everything bagel so what do you expect
0: that legally had to be coffee yeah. beans.
1: <laughs> and Two people walk in who look kind of familiar, and I'm like, oh, interesting. And then they sit at a seat that's, like, hidden by a glare, so I, like, couldn't really see the detail on their faces.
0: (laughs) You saw a perfect (laughs) silhouette of two slightly familiar figures. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, like, as they were walking in, I, like, looked familiar, then they walked into a glare, and I couldn't see. And then they moved, after a different couple moved, they moved to a table that was near me, and I realized, like, oh, that's Yorma from The Lonely Island, which we've discussed on the show how influential The Lonely Island was to our
0: comedic development and this is a perfect analog to the fact that we are ludicrously influential jarvis johnson yes every time we bring something up on the show <laughs> it materializes in real life i am th- th- I w- so you texted me about this yeah and th- there's more to the story, so i don't want to keep it for too long but this and vine at this point because i assume that yorma was dead <laughs> and that he came back upon us mentioning him on the podcast but when we reference things we can bring them back that's it's why true. I'm here, Tana. mate, you want to bring anything back?
2: No, you. Sh- I, I'm. I'm afraid. The McRib, it's, maybe. It's a very. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very
0: big superpower.
2: I'm scared. of. it. Like. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> you can. You can work through it for the episode. Yeah. At the end, you just shout out whatever you want to come back. Yeah,
2: that's why I'm here. You guys shout at me at once. Yeah, you had passed
0: away. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> this is an hour later. So you um, see a good friend Yorma, Fordham, who is now a oh, friend. I see. I see Yorma, and I'm like, oh snap! I text Jordan, but it's like really early um, on it's the just West Coast. Him at this point? Well, so I see Yorma and he's eating with somebody who I don't recognize.
0: Um, yeah, you hit me up at like 6 a.m.?
1: I hit you up at 6 a.m. your time. It was 9 a.m. my time. I was like, Yorma's here, what do I do? I gotta go talk to him. So I'm, I'm like, my heart's racing. I'm like, I continue eating my food. I'm like messaging a bunch of my friends. I'm like Instagramming, I'm like, what do I do? <laughs> and then the guy who he's eating with takes off his like hat and I see his hair, he like shakes out his hair. <laughs>
0: In slow motion.
1: In slow motion <laughs> I realized it's Mike Brabiglio.
0: Oh, and this I'm like, be? well,
1: cause like because Yorma uh was closest to me and his head was covering Mike's head. Oh. So I couldn't see until like Mike moved his head
0: and I was like, fuck. Well Mike was wearing librarian glasses and a hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When he took those off, he became so sexy. He was so <laughs> yeah,
1: beautiful after that. Now I'm sitting here trying to eat my the best breakfast sandwich I've ever had while sitting across from two of my comedy heroes. Now, I've been a fan of each for over 10 years.
0: Anybody who doesn't know, by the way, Mike Bigley has three specials on Netflix right now. Yeah. yeah. Watch and every and five one albums. And five albums, but I won't tell you where. <laughs> you have to find those yourself. God damn, he's amazing. Yeah, he has like
1: three Netflix specials and a movie on Netflix. Yeah. And, and I'm
0: so excited for him to come back now that we've referenced him on the show. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, well, he does have a new hour that he's working on. That's uh,
0: coming out because of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> um, so i'm I'm sitting there, I like I've now gone into overdrive of just heart thumping. don't know what to do,, uh, but I'm like, I have to do something, right? Like this is so such a rare event. I have to try and I don't know at least say how much their work has meant to me.
0: yeah. um do you were you gonna do something before it was compounded by the babilio? Element. I was probably just going to, in passing,
1: say hi to Jorma and that I was a fan of his work and then get out of there. But I didn't want to alienate the other guy. And then when I found out that I knew the other guy, (laughs) I was
0: like, whoa. (laughs) You were like, whoa, time to alienate Yorma. (laughs) (laughs) What up, Mike? (laughs) Uh, uh,
1: Jorma?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I misread your name tag. (laughs) I
0: love Andy's songs. (laughs) (laughs) I love Andy Sandberg
1: in a solo act, The Lonely Island. (laughs) (laughs) Have you heard of them? And so, as I'm leaving, I I finished up and paid. As I'm leaving, I walked over to them and I was like, "Hey, excuse me for interrupting, but I've been a fan of both of yours for like a really long time." And then I kind of, I kind of felt like I needed to explain, like I needed to validate, validate. The f- yeah. yeah, yeah. I needed to, I needed to actually prove that I was who I said I was. So I was like, "Yeah, they were gonna check like, it if you." I didn't. like mentioned like the boo. Like, a very old, <laughs> like, like, and he was, like, the boo, wow. And I was, like, Mike, like, blah, blah, yes. blah. no idea
0: what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh,
1: like, basically, I mentioned, I referenced things that were, like, 10 years old from yeah. each of them. Uh, and they were, like, dude, wow. Like, usually someone recognizes both of us. N- no one, this never happens, like, that someone knows both of us that deep, like, that well or whatever. Uh, and I was, like, that's cool. Anyway, like, happy Tuesday. I just wanted to, like, because I don't do photos right because yeah. I, I i think it's just like they're trying to eat
0: it's a little invasive it's you, invasive you don't want them to dilute the sad boys brand yeah
1: Yeah. um no but i was just like uh i just wanted to like let them know and like wish them a merry you know day and so i did that and it and felt I, like
0: a good interaction
1: it felt like a great interaction you, you quit good.
0: i mean i say this only as somebody that's heard it anecdotally it sounds like you quit at the satiation point You're like yo I'm here. I love you, and that's all you and need. Yeah, and I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. And my business card. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So
1: I did that.
2: Um, Dude, there's nothing like hitting that interaction that's so important to you without like m- majorly messing yeah. everything up. Yeah. Because it could go real wrong. Real my, fast. Yeah. My
1: main goal with any of these interactions is always to be proud of the interaction. Yeah. I yeah, don't yeah, want to. I don't want to leave with a bad taste in my mouth. I don't. I would. I would hate to get a photo at the cost of leaving a bad taste in my mouth about the interaction.
0: Yeah, because presume the main, the main function of a photograph would be, okay, I've immortalized this moment look forever. Look at this
1: photograph. <laughs> <laughs> the main reason
0: to look at this photograph. Is to make a music video out of it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, every time I
1: do it makes me laugh. <laughs>
0: the main reason to do that is because it immortalizes the moment and thus gives you this kind of crystallized memory, yeah. right? Like you have physical evidence of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you really want to immortalize the moment, just make it something worth remembering. Yeah, yeah Don't yeah, make yeah. it so cringy that your part of your brain's like, "Ugh, gotta let go of that time that I uh-huh. kept, went up to your room and I went like, what's up, Andy? Fuck, um, can I have a photo?' Also, <laughs> I, I,
1: like for me, my interactions that I have in the real world with people whose art I enjoy affect my appreciation and enjoyment of yes. their art. And so if I had a negative interaction, Mm. it would make it harder for me to enjoy stuff that I already love. Yeah. So that's the other thing that I feel like you're like walking on eggshells, trying to protect your own appreciation of something.
0: We've actually shared experiences like that. Um, I know this isn't very sad, boys, but I'm not going to say the name of these people because we still interact with them. But um, there there are like, so. for context, my job at the the company we, we both work at is I mainly work with... Artists and creators, right? And a lot of those artists and creators, I grew up really enjoying their yeah, work yeah, yeah, yeah. or being heavily influenced by them. In in a few scan inf- instances, we have both met up with some of them or bumped into them at the office or something like that, and both just gone like, "Wow, very important. This meant a lot to me. We're engaging. We're interacting." You're welcome. Was that, that was me. <laughs> yeah, that time mate meant so welcome. much uh, to me for you to sleep on my couch and leave your dirty socks right next to my bed. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I bought
2: it. you like a two dollar candy bar once. I think. Yeah, and that so was nuts. That, that pays for. It. Yeah, literally yeah, it was nuts. It was just nuts. There wasn't even candy attached. What Chocolate covered nuts. about? just a you bag of It was on sale. Okay, A homeless guy gave it to me around the corner, and he said it was good. So
0: you brought me an empty walnut shell, and you said this is nuts. That was your joke. <laughs> this isn't even nuts. This is but, but
2: I, but of of I committed nuts. real hard. I yelled it out. I said,
0: "This is nuts." This is nuts. <laughs> and then I gave it to you. And you were gone and for I was eight real months. Sad. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that was
1: the last we saw of Tyler May.
0: But we've had a bunch of interactions with like that. And and I I'll admit there are a few creators and through no fault of their own, only through like the style of interaction we've had. That I struggle to still watch and enjoy their art now. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's just like a few things where I've, I'm like my emotional separation from you as a human being was what allowed me to absorb this art most mm. effectively. Yeah, 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 And now that I see you as a three-dimensional human, even just a little bit, I just it's not funny to me anymore. It's like Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Just, there's well. like
1: um I there's a little bit of um social anxiety that I get when I consume the art of somebody who I've had a really negative interaction with. Yeah. And that's The worst. So that's kind of probably why people say don't meet your heroes. But uh,
0: but this went very well. This went very well. You you met two
1: at once. Then, which is pretty rare, and it's also cool if they're friends.
0: Uh, yeah, that's and like I was, a fun insight. Two birds and, and like, one burrito. And
1: I was like eavesdropping on their conversation a little bit before that, and I like heard some of the stuff they were talking about, and I was just like, well, this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> did you have your headphones in, acting like you were listening to something else? Oh, mm. you know I did. <laughs> Holding <laughs> a big newspaper with Lastic. two holes in it. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah it was one of those situations where I was listening to uh, my phone. Sad boys, then... <laughs> because you're a narcissist. <laughs> I was just and checking then... <laughs> it to see how funny I am. <laughs> I, I, I'm listening, yeah, and I showed it to them.
2: Um, <laughs> Hey, rate this on iTunes real quick. Yeah. Could you subscribe?
1: <laughs> this joke
0: won't be that funny without the rest of the episode, so I advise you to listen to the whole thing. <laughs> so
1: I, uh, I did one of those things where I'm like listening to my phone, and then I just like unplugged my headphones and just like, you know what Genius. I mean? Genius. Yeah, that's uh, the
0: closest a millennial comes to like uh, vaulting over a wall <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> into a prison, <laughs> yeah, to free someone.
1: <laughs> um, so as I'm Weird leaving, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. highly specific. Is that <laughs> How in, was your like, childhood? In, like, I don't know, October.
0: October of 2015, <laughs> specifically at uh, California State Penitentiary. Yeah, just to,
1: you know, break out a friend. <laughs>
0: to break out, I don't know, Steve, because he's my dealer. <laughs> Theoretically. Theoretically.
1: <laughs> it's like hypothetically speaking. Um, but the the nice, like, icing on the cake was as I'm leaving and they think that I'm out of earshot, I hear them talking about the interaction. Yes, yes, oh. yes, yes. And, and they're like, and then I think they're just basically, like, Jorm is saying, like, something about the Venn diagram of, like, that happening. And it nice. seemed like they had a positive interaction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck yeah. That, like, brightened up my day. Nice, I would dude.
0: totally ship them as friends, too. Absolutely. Like, their brand is in perfect alignment. And
1: so uh, so the rest of the New York trip was great. Um, shot a video over there. Just landed last night. Had a minor scare that I wasn't going to make the flight.
0: Mm. Oh, yeah. Walk yeah. me through this. Yeah. So, so, you, 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 you hit us up. Yeah. Very quickly, we're planning a uh, rough episode time. Yeah, and you send us a message. Yeah, it uh, um, was
1: like I don't know if I'm going to make my flight, and it so was.
2: Instead of running, you decided to send us that message, which is very considerate. Yeah, yeah, yeah because one it.
1: does not simply run 11 miles to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> Oftentimes, you uh, enlist the help of uh, one of those four wheeled machines—a yeah. plane, <laughs> sorry, I'm a plane dumb. <laughs> with four wheels—or <laughs> even one of those uh, giant metal track. Oh, vehicles!
0: A, a young train, a young train, <laughs> a young train plane. Yeah.
1: Um. And uh, so I was on the train, and it was delayed, actually. Oh. And so I had allocated, oh, I had allocated time to get to the airport, but I didn't. And everyone had told me that the um, the train is always on time, and so I got on, and it had actually like experienced like some delays, and mm-hmm. so I didn't actually know because I had to take a train and then get to a place with like an air train, mm-hmm. um. You know, which is just the term for that's a plane, my friend. It's okay <laughs> a plane, right? <laughs> uh, no, it's just like it's just like a raised, it's like an elevated track, uh, and usually it's like at airports they uh-huh. they have them. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and so I had to get on one of those, and then like take it to the terminal, uh, and it just all of the estimates from like Google Maps were saying that I was going to get there after my after the door probably closed that's on the flight, yeah. and so I was like, I just have to hope, and then. I didn't have a gate on my ticket, so Mm. I didn't know where my gate was, and so I needed to learn that also while in a fevered rush to get to it. Just
0: working on empty.
1: Yeah, 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 and so I figure out where the gate is, and of course, it's in the back of the airport. I I get to the terminal, and then I realize it's in the back of the terminal with like 40 Mm. gates.
0: I I don't think anybody has ever been late for a flight that wasn't at the back of a terminal. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, why Did they, like stack backwards as the planes leave? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, why
1: couldn't it have been the one that I'm right next to? Why does it have to be the one that's literally a mile
0: walking away? That was really inconsiderate of
1: them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, I'm like running, I'm sweating, I'm wearing a jack, I'm wearing two jackets because it's really cold in New York. Mm. Um. And I haven't had a chance to take them off, and so I'm wearing two jackets. I've got a duffel bag on, a backpack on. I'm running. You know those like little fast platforms? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're like other people them. are like stacking into those who are just standing in all of oh, them. No good. So I'm like w- like walk running. Past them, and it's like I just keep passing all these people who are standing, and I'm like, I that was a speed boost for me. I could have like gotten on <laughs> those are the mushrooms. Like in Mario, Kart. In Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah. That's one of those little square
0: boosters <laughs> yeah, yeah, on yeah. The track. Missed it. You like had to drift in front of and, on your own. <laughs> uh, and don't
1: worry, I'm fully aware this is the longest week story of all time. <laughs> but I am I'm basically run to the back of the um, I run to the the back of the terminal. I get to the gate uh they like let me through there's no one there everyone's boarded but me um and i made it on the flight and then we actually had a little bit more time uh once i got on the plane but i'm just sweating a ton i turned on both fans to my face
0: you you were considerate enough to send us the universal language of here's a picture of my sweaty face to indicate that i got (laughs) onto the plane yeah yeah yeah, yeah. uh
1: and um and then one of the flight attendants, they were starting to close up the overhead bins. One of the flight attendants was like, Can someone help me with this? And so I get up and I start helping the flight attendants and like multiple flight attendants are like using me to like close the things and like maneuver (laughs) things. And every and everybody's just like, Wow, this guy's super helpful. And they're like, I'm gonna give you a free drink and I'm just like I'm just happy to be on the plane. (laughs) Like I just whatever I can do to like payback karma right now this
0: guy rules let him fly the plane <laughs> <laughs>
1: there, was, there was one particularly hard like suitcase that was really hard to get in and when we got it in the plane clapped <laughs> <laughs> Not it was the a passengers. slow clap no, <laughs> the plane, the plane yeah. took its wings yeah. and it slapped them together <laughs>
0: It made the flight a nightmare because they were dented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, they destroyed
1: the wings. We had to be playing and get on another plane. I'm recording from New York. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was cool. And then I got some free drinks from the flight attendant for for helping. Nice. And I cried watching School of Rock. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the the part
2: where he's like, "Chalo, you got a bass." Yeah, he gets uh, me every time. It, <laughs> That's every time. The part. That's That's
1: the really part where everyone cries. Um, that, that point where you're talking uh, about rent <laughs> That really gets me yeah.
2: you're, I it, once got a yellow card In soccer for quoting that movie Sorry Walk yes. me through. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so um, you're
0: playing soccer in America, which first of all yeah. makes no sense. So uh, okay, <laughs> foot,
2: football. Thank you. football. And um, what's what's the main song that he sing? Get get out. Oh. Does he say something like that? Step off. Ste- step yeah, out! step off. Yeah.
0: So I just like. <laughs> just, uh, have you even played the Sims. You know those big like diamonds above their head and sometimes the diamond will spin with increased efficiency to indicate that they're thinking or something <laughs> sure jarvis just <laughs> <laughs> <step off>. Yeah, <laughs> he, like, it was in his soul for context <laughs> school
1: of rock is a movie that i watched about a hundred <laughs> times when i was in sixth grade you yeah. would not step off <laughs> and i i hadn't seen it in that long yeah and I wanted to watch it again to see like. Oh, you what haven't it seen was it was since you were the- in sixth grade. Yeah, but I watched it for one summer, like every single day. Oh wow, I have a yeah. lot
2: of connections to that movie.
1: I got, I got a yellow card. I
2: also got called. The cops came once when I was watching that movie. So you have any you got- like
0: pleasant memories of watching? Rock?
1: <laughs> I mean, But you got called. The cops came once. <laughs> <That> <laughs> yeah. was a pretty strange. The cops called, name, called me. <laughs> They're like, "Hey, we came. Uh, we had
2: some drinks for you, uh, but you look busy, so you're I'm not hardcore wait. unless you live hardcore." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I kicked the ball away and I was like, "Step out!" As, but well, just like that, because yeah. I was in puberty. Sure. I was voice cracking a lot. Right. Like now, where you are and, a and sure then, man. Yeah, and then he stopped the game and gave me a yellow card. You shout, oh, because yeah. you were being
1: aggressive. And well, it was my no, dad. Now, they stopped the game and they gave no, me tickets was... to see the band Yellow Card. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they gave me the band Yellow Card. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I went to be Vans ca- Warp Tour the next day. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, um, yeah. Uh, young Tyler May, I saw you painfully wince when Jarvis referenced those tracks at airports that move forward. I feel like you might have a hot take on those.
2: The oh mm. yeah no they're just like um like superpowers right yeah so whenever like you think it, it is a speed boost like you're saying so every time I get on one of those I just like imagine one of those not not just mushrooms but like the golden mushroom because they're yeah. long enough and you're just like infinite it, it, boost
0: how is that not a thing outside of airports yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I know I mean it'd be expensive as hell but uh, there, yeah. there's actually one on I forget the location but there's a part there's a, a bridge over to a mall from a different mall in central London. That's what Central London's like. Mm-hmm. Um, life is the moments in between malls, <laughs> um, but it's uh, it has one of those, oh, and so the bad. joy you see on people's faces. and Bear in mind, this is London where joy is not really a priority. <laughs> um, it's it's like seeing your teacher outside of school. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can walk on one of these things, and I'm not afraid that I'm going to miss a flight. Uh, well, so I uh,
1: I feel like. Um, have you ever walked on one that wasn't working? Oh yeah, the feeling. I was the, yeah, was so yeah I was just say the feeling is like when you. Can't, for the life of you, put your headphones into the headphone jack? Yeah. <laughs> like and they keep getting keep ripped out of it. your ear. <laughs> you keep yeah. missing
0: it? That is the uh, putting a USB in upside down of yeah. real life. Yeah. <laughs> so if there is any homework for listeners this week, it's to watch or re-watch School of Rock.
1: Yeah, I, I cried twice on the plane. What uh, part did you cry yeah, at? Yeah, when your cry points. Are. I cried at a, uh, the climax, like when the parents are, like, um, are, are moved by the performance of the kids. Uh, where he yeah. says your son
2: rocks and he's like here's two
1: man yeah oh, exactly cute. you remember a lot more quote you'll remember a lot of quotes i love this movie i've
2: watched it several times one had the cops coming in and stopping me from watching it i was watching it that many times Wait, it was so loud or what what's that no name? yeah i went to a park and i set up a projector with a few friends and had it like going against like it was like an amphitheater so i just like plugged it in the cops were like kicking out some kids who were being loud playing hide and seek in a park you're like, sorry, that's pretty cool that you got that, though, but we have to kick you out since we're kicking out these people. And it turns out that those people were people that we knew, and they're... They're, they were the Sarah Silverman of Friends.
1: <laughs> really okay, anyways, I, on I, I would prefer if we didn't shoot on Sarah Silverman more on the character <laughs> the role she played. Yeah, because because he S- doesn't
2: know what a movie is. Yeah. <laughs> she, she okayed that role.
0: She, she opted in. She knew. And honestly, Tom Hiddleston thought he was a nice guy. Why did he do all that stuff in New York in the, uh, with the Avengers? Yeah. <laughs> that was so mean. Super mean. He's so mean to his brother.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Thor, <laughs> my friend Thor, <laughs> the actor Thor who plays Thor in <laughs> the Avengers, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and yeah, so that was my flight. Uh, a very emotional experience for me. <laughs> yeah, and then well. a watched, long week, man. you watched.
0: Do you think your crying was all influenced by like the stress surrounding the flight?
1: Oh no, it was all just I'm so happy for them.
0: Oh, oh, like, oh all, yeah. like no external influence. All just. of
1: my crying was uh, I'm so happy for these kids. And then I watched uh, a Hamilton TV documentary, and I was oh. just like. I'm what are so, you doing to yourself? <laughs> I'm just so happy for everyone.
0: You don't have the emotional juice to handle them. No, it's
1: we go out, crying. Crying. School of Rock. The play. Like that. So he, it's a
2: play. We should go watch that sometime. School of Rock? Yeah, School of Rock is a play. It's yeah, also it's like play, an actual playing. school. Like they started Schools of
0: Rock for that.
1: I'm, I'm seeing School of Rock the play uh, mm-hmm. soon.
0: So there is a television program in the UK. I don't know if it made it over here. Uh, it lasted only one season. I think you'll understand why. Uh, called Rock School. Oh, yeah. Um, I feel like that's copyrighted. Now, you two didn't go to film school, but if you look closely, the name's actually quite similar to School of Rock. (laughs) Um, The essential premise of School of Rock is that Gene Simmons, the one, the only, long-tongued demon boy Gene Simmons, heads to a school in the UK to teach a selection of inner-city youths to play metal, to play, like, rock and metal music. The only issue is is that part of the magical realism of filmmaking is that you can create an idealized world. You can say, yeah, he goes to this school and it turns out most of the kids kind of know how to play an instrument and they're just really into the idea of it and screw this stuffy school, let's do our own thing. Yeah, because in in
1: School of Rock, the kids are all musically talented because they go to music class. (laughs) They're a little
0: (laughs) bit moody, but then they overcome that and then they're rock stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In In the case of rock school, they're not good. Because why would they be? <laughs> why would you take an, uh, just a selection of 30 people? There's not like a decent chance that one of them will be rock star quality material. And in this show, they want like 10 of them to be.
1: In, in the movie School of Rock, the one class of kids has all the components of a band. <laughs> yeah. And they're all good at their instruments.
0: <laughs> yeah. Thank God there's only one drummer. <laughs> yeah. That's pure luck. <laughs> Damn, thumbs up to School of Rock. Go see that movie. Thumbs up to School of Rock. And, and now watch Rock School because <laughs> it's just bad. <laughs> hey, what's up? My name's Segway. And I'm going to move us straight <laughs> into our main topic for the nice day. Nice, dude. Thanks, man. Um, and that's depression. And the reason we're talking depression is largely because we have an authority. We have May. Right? i
2: I'm, I'm an authority. I'm just so sad that I'm authority <laughs> so on de- depression.
1: So no, yeah. he's, he's a trained police officer. So <laughs> yeah. we just have an authority in the room. <laughs> Sorry. We've got I, a pig I with command us. command <laughs> respect. Uh, this no, pig I, I is mean. from America. <laughs>
0: <laughs> No, I would say you're something of an authority on mental illness, at least uh, No, but Jarvis, more so than myself, certainly. You well, sure. have a, a show all about it, and you're training to be a consular.
2: All right, yeah, correct?
0: that's fair. Um, so uh, I thought a healthy way to kick off would be for each of us to go around and talk a little bit about our individual experiences with depression, um, either personally or externally, people around you that have had it, uh, when you've had it and why and how you've dealt with it, that kind of thing. Um, and I say we dive in with our authority The authority? Uh, the sport, the sports authority <laughs> The wow. sports authority, Tyler May Yeah,
2: I, th- I think it's good to bring to bring the sad to the boys If you guys haven't realized that this this podcast isn't, isn't really sad
0: Yeah, has anybody brought that up? Yeah, no, <laughs> I haven't heard media. that I'm, in I'm any never, episode I've never actually.
2: heard that, I've never heard anybody okay. say that That's some right. feedback I've been desperate to receive <laughs> yeah. constantly on Twitter <laughs> So, I'm here to up the sad and, and down the boys Yeah Oh, that uh, that made sense. Bring down the boys. Do that's you do
1: that every time you make a coherent point? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: no, I'm just surprised that a, a j- a joke
0: works. Holy shit! Are <laughs> you <were> surprised <laughs> as I am? <laughs> have- Mom, I told the joke. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do that every single time I make it home safe. <laughs> like, wow! <laughs> I found my way home. You all hear that? <laughs> <laughs> but as we're
2: enjoying ourselves, let's let's bring it real down, real <laughs> <That's> fast. <enough. laughs> Fun. Talk about depression, which is actually a great thing to talk about and something I actually genuinely enjoy talking about even though sometimes it takes a lot out of me I think it's definitely something worthwhile that anybody should be free to talk about not just those who struggle with depression or who have had extreme severe depression um, to a hyperclinical state which I I have at one point not to be like yo my sadness is cooler than your sadness because I've been real sad but um, I feel like He's anybody. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I am- he might be going super <laughs> sad. I am the super <laughs> sad of depression. Super sad. <laughs> super <laughs> sad. <sadden. laughs> All right, that's sad in twenty eighteen. Can we can we end on that? That's really good. <laughs> oh my god, um, addition turned off. But yeah, so anybody who has felt real sad, everybody is somewhat of an authority on depression because everybody's been depressed at some point. So. so that's
0: that's a question I have for you, actually. All right, a yeah, question go- I have for both of yeah, you. Yeah, let's go into. For a, for a teeny bit of additional context, I know that many people, myself included, have at times felt a little bit guilty over the what feels like a adoption of the term depression. Yeah, yeah. And But it seems to flicker back and forth. I'm never really crystal clear on whether or not I'm using it appropriately as a non-diagnosed individual, so yeah. I tend to stray away from the word. Uh, but I don't know if that's appropriate. Is depression simply a state of being, a self-diagnosable thing, or does it have to be a more medical environment for it to be valid i think it depends on how you're presenting
2: it um as far as just like I feel like it's very valid for literally anybody to say, like, I'm depression. Or, but I think it's it carries I, I'm a... depression? S- <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's what I say. I just say, guys, I am depression. I am depression. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you were an in Inside Out. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. That this is the a, one they weren't allowed to talk about. That's what The about. Dark Knight was about, right? <laughs> I am depression. You yeah. were simply raised in the depression. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's fair to say uh for anybody that like I'm I'm feeling depressed or I'm depressed. One thing that's good for people to 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 like practice is start saying things like I am feeling depressed or like i i have sad i'm feeling this rather yeah. than like i am depressed mm. because you're associating yourself with negative feelings which has certain oh, implications yeah.
0: like i am like i know this was a bit but like no, I yeah am depression literally like, I, that I myself yeah when
2: i've been in the most worst states of uh, like suicidal spirals like it, it turned from like i hate myself to like I am hatred. Those are like Hmm. literal thoughts of just like I am hatred. I am monster. I am other. I am unlovable. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I am (laughs) Legend.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I am Will Smith. What's important to say is that I feel Uh, (laughs) Legend. So,
1: um, I wanted to say two things. One is to say that like it's uh, really great that you pointed out that like the feeling aspect of things because depression as a condition that can be diagnosed is typically chronic, right? Like it's like, it's, it's not like it it is possible for someone to be depressed and have that be a rare event. Mm -hmm. And it is also possible for someone to regularly have those thought spirals and Mm. feel like out of control of their own uh, feeling um, or, or out of control of their own mood yeah. um, out of control of their own thoughts one thing that I wanted to say about Sad Boys and it, it, you had alluded Tyler to it not being a fun topic to talk about but I think that this show is all about making those topics more accessible yeah. and making it not making those topics not have to be so they're serious topics mm-hmm. but like we can discuss those topics in a in a way that is Not as much of a downer, even though they might, it it might be a a, a sad thing.
2: Yeah, you don't have to be so scared to talk about things lighthearted and that's a point that I feel like we're going to talk about a little bit is just using comedy as a coping mechanism yeah. which if you've listened to this podcast for more than two and a half minutes you can clearly see in both of these sad boys yeah there is a two and a half minute cut
0: off in every episode <laughs> where <laughs> we decide to start making jokes <laughs> there's that initial two and a half minutes of radio silence yeah. that if you listen, I believe it, cuts out yeah. <laughs> if you
1: listen to t- the 231 point of the exactly episodes, there's
0: a loud beep
1: <laughs> and that's when the comedy can begin comedy beginning now
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: um but yeah th- I, that's why i like the sad boys a lot and it's like i've, I've said it to a few friends um i, I have a few of those uh p- contrary to popular belief <laughs> for now um, yeah until this episode comes out <laughs> and they hear my opinions on school of rock um, <laughs> uh, but i've i've said
1: to people like for, I'm, for those who heard an abridged <laughs> version nobody of that, heard anything i uh <laughs> We, we talked at length about School of Rock and I had to make an editor's choice.
0: <laughs> a brave and selfless decision. Man, I was not expecting us to all resonate that hard on School of Rock. Yeah. Uh,
1: we'll, we'll see what becomes of that. We'll
2: see what becomes <laughs> of that. But yeah, that's why I like the sad boys a lot. And I've said to a few friends on multiple occasions, like, man, like I'm pissed off at like how much I enjoy this podcast and that I have friends doing m- and making not only like funny enjoyable things but like good things that are are connected to um just like valuable like commendable things and I feel like I we have you- an overlap of of goal with our show essentially you guys have like the same central goal as mr. fields does as far as just like talking more about difficult topics and not being afraid to talk about them, one, and then making them more normalized and kind of getting rid of this stupid stigma that we have surrounding not only difficult topics in general, but especially mental health types of topics.
0: That's the peculiar thing about normalization a lot of the time, though, And, and not just related to things that need to be normalized, but really just any point of, like, relative enjoyment, or, or relative engagement is you can say like, Oh man, I really enjoy school of rock. And then a couple of people around you go like, I really like school of rock as well. And you suddenly go like, Oh, I'm, it's so safe to talk about how much I like school of rock. right? Yeah. And I, then, and I think forums like this, uh, which are one of the reasons I really like doing the show and, and listening to shows that generally address this kind of stuff is that if you explicitly state at some point, either, uh, like in the name of the show, or just like the premise of the show. Hey, this is a safe space. This is like a space where we talk about this kind of thing, and yeah. that's the in. Uh, th- that's the goal. Yeah. Then it can feel nice to just be like, "Huh, I'm just going to come in and talk about how I cried at Phil's today." Yeah, <laughs> that's like not a thing I would say normally no. in the office or yeah. to friends. I mean, that's how I open up all interactions. It's a funny joke. Uh, about hey,
1: guys, Specifically like, crying at Phil's. Yeah, yeah, only. That's only where I <laughs> cry. every direction at
0: Phil's. I know. That's
2: why I have to <laughs> come to San Francisco so often because I'm just holding it in. I'm I, like, I got to get to a Phil's.
1: I
0: can't make a
3: friend anywhere else. Uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> I wanted to talk a bit about the stigma surrounding mental health because I feel like we're at a time now where more than ever it's allowed to engage in mental health, but that's – kind of a function of the bubble that we live in yeah um i like i am from a community where like mental health is not you know ever discussed right like and and it's it's a privilege to be in the position that we are now i just wanted to get both of your experiences about the stigma surrounding mental health as you were like growing up because i'm sure that my parents and the people who raised me struggled with Things related to their mental health but it's not something i ever heard about because it's meant to be invisible Mm -hmm. and it's almost a sign of weakness if you ever yeah call attention to because it's
0: so tied directly to who you are
1: yeah yeah
0: like you've by acknowledging it oh you lost yeah you failed the mental health game yeah (laughs) if you keep it a secret it doesn't exist (laughs)
2: And parents who want to look like superheroes where nothing is able to go wrong on their watch can't really afford to show that weakness and vulnerability to their kids, at least in their minds, even though they really should. Uh, But Jordan, you might have a more interesting take on this with being an immigrant and from the motherland.
0: Who told you? (laughs) (laughs) My greatest (laughs) interest. All right. yeah, I'm from the motherland. Uh, <laughs> I'm from the great, Capital great M. white north. <laughs> <laughs> like Wakanda? <laughs> yeah, I'm from the great black north, Wakanda. <laughs> um, <and laughs> you you are a back panther. <laughs> Hi, I'm I'm the Disney's back panther. Um, but yeah, when I was growing up, um, I grew up in sort of a bit of a hippie town, to be honest. I mean, we've talked about Stroud in the past, but Stroud is this weird conflation of uh, ultra-white, semi-conservative. Like traditional backgrounds, a lot of people from money, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly this ultra-liberal, ultra-cool, ultra-astrology-focused hippie tone. It's 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 very peculiar contrast. Makes for an interesting uh, town to visit. Maybe Mm -hmm. a slightly stressful town to live in. (laughs) Kind of a peculiar place to be in for too long. But uh, Stroud's a fascinating place. And as a result, the approach to mental illness is very candid to a point. That's the way I always thought of it. It's like you can be incredibly open about the fact that I suffer from X, Y, and Z. And there was a lot of identification of "I am." That was a very common thing. Yeah. Like, I am depressed. I am bipolar. These are the things that I am, and the things that define me. Up until that more traditional, right-leaning interpretation of mental illness suddenly starts to take hold, because that is like the uh, it's a default. It's exactly it's a default. That's what most people were trained to believe. Yeah, like, I, I lost count of the number of times I had friends that would be struggling with with mental illnesses, and then their parents, fully supportive, maybe in some point, in some way. Uh, reconciling that ideal with the fact that they felt that way at some point and going, yeah, no, I know what you mean and and, and you're depressed and we're going to get you treatment, it'll be great. And then just hitting that satiation point where you're like, oh, come on, it's time to go to school. Mm-hmm. Stop being grumpy, chin up, lad, like yeah. the classic... Uh, <laughs> thick upper lip? What am I trying to remember? Yes, thick stiff upper, upper lip. lip? Thick upper lip. <laughs> that sounds very violent. <laughs> big, stiff, incredibly <laughs> thick, metallic upper lip. Um, yeah, there was always that interesting conflict between ideals. Um, I don't know if that's an English thing in general. It was certainly a thing where I grew up. Um, but I was wondering if the, the two of you... Charlie, you're from the Midwest. Yeah. Would you identify as the Midwest? Yes. Okay. And you're from the South, Jarvis. That's right. Um, now, I'm curious. In my mind, I don't know a lot about like, the political distinctions between those two. I kind of bundle them together a yeah. little bit. Which they're, is, they're pretty
2: similar. I think the South is just a little bit more racist. I think that's Is what that is. right,
0: Travis? Are you more racist than Tyler? Yeah. Damn straight. Like- <laughs> <laughs> that's, that was unsettlingly clear. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> there was, all the other noise in the room stopped. <laughs> I saw a fly fall from the sky. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, yeah uh, jumping straight to young Jarvis. Yes. Uh, I'm curious, partially about what I just said around like, hey, what was the interpretation and to what degree was it accepted? But also, what was your experience? And did you ever vocalize that you may struggle with stuff like that when you were there? Or was that more of a West Coast thing?
1: Uh, I never I never learned to vocalize anything about my mental health until I was an adult. Um, Post-college? Pre- during college? I would say... I would say post college, to be honest, but I w- I was more aware of like what might be going on in my mm. brain.
2: Here is a question: Yeah when yeah, yeah. when do you think you were introduced to the concept in general of like mental health? Because um, like it's a na- it's it is a narrative to like an extent, and if you are not aware with like these actually being problems in general, how can you do anything about them?
1: So I think that for me, I was lucky because in in high school. And in college, I was around, like, pretty, pretty liberal. Like, the town that I'm from in the south is, like, the bluest dot in Florida. It's, like, it's a college town, a huge, like, school, like, hugely liberal school. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was exposed to a lot of the dialogue around mental health. But I was also, I was simultaneously in a community where going to therapy was somebody who like that was oh you're in the loony bin yeah. if, you're, if oh, yeah. you're like if if you're like seeking any treatment for any mental health thing yeah. and so there is there's a he- heavy stigma about if you are at the point of like going to therapy there's something seriously wrong when the way i see therapy now is like something that everyone should do yeah uh yeah and
0: like brushing your teeth
1: like brushing your teeth and i think the way that i got there was honestly with like podcasts and books.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, shit, talk about normalization. Yeah. If you're aspiring to be an artist, an artist in like podcasting or writing or something like that, and you see your heroes vocalize that exact feeling.
1: Yeah. I honestly would not have sought treatment for my ADHD if it weren't for reading Hannah Hart's book, actually. Hmm. Like I borrowed it from Mayuko. And that was just a
2: year ago, right? Yeah. That was just
1: a year ago. And so that's, that's like, I've only started going to therapy about a year ago and started seeking like treatment for ADHD um about a year ago but that was i was more aware of mental health and like treatment options available and it was more of an errand that i needed to do at that yeah. point yeah it wasn't a mat it wasn't like a mental hurdle that i needed to get over it was more like oh i have insurance i have like all these things in place it's now time to tackle
0: right this, procrastination uh, is the only thing holding me from getting treatment at this point right all right Um, Actually, I'm curious. It's kind of a follow-on from that question because you referenced the idea of misinterpretation around mental illness and misinterpretation around diagnoses in general. Yeah. From the two of your perspectives, it could be something now or it could be something in your past. I prefer if it was now. I think that's more fun. (laughs) Is there anything that uh, either of the two of you know is wrong but you still believe on a subconscious or unconscious level surrounding mental illness. Something oh. that crops up frequently, not even necessarily when you're in a negative place. Yeah, something that even I,
2: I, I like have those things where, like, when people talk about like struggling with anxiety, more specifically, like you hear it a lot from like. High school kids and such who are very much, like, in the know now Mm. about mental which is a really good thing, but leads to a lot of people self-diagnosing and self-identifying and also literally being diagnosed. And so, like, subconsciously, sometimes I still think, like, oh, they don't know what, like, real anxiety is. (laughs) Right. um, you're a poser yeah yeah it's like the uh, the
1: equivalent of not being a real skater but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for mental illness one important thing about mental health is you have to take someone at their word yeah um and one thing that i always struggle with is that if someone shares with me that they're dealing with something i want to believe them but in my mind it seems so easy to dismiss because when you're empathizing you're just reflecting your own state of being yeah and so it's like i'm really feeling down i don't think i can leave bed today and i'm like well i can leave bed so yeah. and that that's <laughs> yeah. that's that's, yeah. Ca- that's gotta be what parents are doing right yes. when they're like dismissing their kids and i see where that comes from but you have to depression and mental health is so personal and it's mm-hmm. so specific to a individual's experience that you can't that it's difficult to communicate and you have to just believe someone. I think of it much in the way of pain, right? Yeah. Like you 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 can't communicate how it feels to hurt. You can only give a metaphor, right?
0: Yeah. And it, you can you can give limitations, examples of limitations. Like, I can't walk, my I, I broke my shin and it really, really hurts to walk. But at no point do you go like, I broke my shin and it really really hurts to walk. It's like huh, I can walk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've been yeah. walking all day.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like it's a little bit easier for those very um, external, like injuries. Yeah. But when it's like, I love you, and you're like, all right, but like, what is that? And it's like, uh. my love for you burns with the white hot intensity of a thousand suns. Oh, which, I got it now. All which right, is like cool. The, <laughs> makes way more sense. Which I believe is a quote from uh, the Fairly Odd Parents.
0: You are absolutely correct. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. School of Rock and fairy parents. Oh, oh my man. god! I think I just fell through a wormhole. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but everybody's wearing heelys, <laughs> <laughs>
1: and they have fairy godparents. <laughs> you
0: remember, right, you're right. like the early two thousands. <laughs> <laughs> Very relatable. We all had heelys and fairy godparents. Um, I,
1: I, I, I just think that we don't. We haven't really developed. language to communicate with one another about mental health because it's so the dialogue around it is set is so much in its infancy that we are using like very we are using very blunt tools to engage in the discussion
2: perspective is incredibly important and i think it's also really important for people to not be so sure of themselves, both as that parent who says, Hey, just get out of bed. And also that kid who's like, I don't know what's happening. Um, that's, that's a phrase that's okay to say. You can say, I don't know what's happening, but something is wrong and I can't, I can't understand it fully. I think I might need help. And also from that parent to be like, I can't possibly know what you're going through. So Mm. maybe something's probably up. Let's, let's take steps to be able to figure
0: out what might be wrong. I love that. Just, vocalize i'm not really sure yeah you aren't yeah and you you don't like validate or invalidate your feelings by knowing what they are yeah
2: i feel like i came to i had like a come to jesus point where i'm just like no yeah it's okay to not know things it's just like (laughs) uh, i had a similar moment like with you who were like hey can we just push back this brunch like an hour i'm just like yeah wait you can do that, you can just say, "Hey, can we meet a little bit later?" and like people can agree and do that. Wow, I have had so much anxiety for no reason. Explain
0: to me how <laughs> because the brunch was gonna be at this time. <laughs> the brunch was at eleven a m and now you're saying it's gonna be at twelve p m and how did you did that like cost money? <laughs> how did you do that? like uh, man, you, I, you you make a fantastic point like is there's this bizarre assumption that Unlike a physical illness, and we should clarify, they are synonymous. They are not. Neither is optional. Yes. Each are just the impact of various uh, carbon atoms hitting other carbon atoms. And, and there's like and, no.
1: In the in the problem is that one of them is largely invisible.
0: Yeah. And but like if you were to uh, suddenly get extreme pain, like if you were to just suddenly suffer from scoliosis and you just fell to the ground, you'd be like, oh god which part of my back is it? they like, get up, unless you can identify which part of your spinal column is hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, no, I just can't walk. Like, that's yeah, yeah, the yeah, thing yeah. that's bad.
2: <laughs> I think a core problem is when people like make knowing things synonymous with being in control. And so they're <laughs> yeah. not willing to say I don't know something because that means that they're weak or that they don't have a sense of control. And that's where the problems arise and de- stigmatization around these things happen because it's it's hard to understand. Psychiatrists don't even understand what's happening. A lot of it is guessing games because the brain is so complex. Yeah. I mean, dude,
0: that's yeah. why some people have a job that is that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If it was uh, completely uh, doable by yourself, it wouldn't be a job. And
1: <laughs> and it's kind of a uh a practice that's reinventing itself Like every 50 years at this yeah. point Like none of the stuff Like we've completely shed yeah. everything from the past Yeah we're uh, not
2: strapping people into chairs And yeah. shocking them
0: with
1: Or or poking ice picks through their nose <laughs> yeah. To like swish around their brain
0: Which we make fun of that But like functionally speaking We're basically as close <laughs> We're just like yeah. I don't know this seems to work uh, yeah, kind of.
1: yeah Um, And I, I think that a lot of the A lot of the problem lies in the fact that Our means for describing and discussing these things are, are so limited. Uh, kind of like what Jordan was saying earlier, like when you fall on the ground because something's wrong with your back um, but instead of falling on the ground, you just sit in a chair and you can't describe what's happening with your back and it's just like, hey, Jordan, what's up? And it's just like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then it's like, w- that's no excuse. <laughs> it, 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 it's as if you fell on the ground yeah. and it was like, Jordan, get up. And it's like, I can't. And it's like, that's no
0: excuse. It <laughs> has to be a base instinctual function, right? To, to try and judge whether somebody's lack of movement or action is valid. Yeah. Because why else, what, what is that compulsion? I think my unpopular, like, the thing that I unconsciously believe, I think we all do, is the same. It's like, oh, I just can't get out of bed. And there's a small part of me that wants to go, you sure? Yeah, sure? yeah, yeah it's the same part of people that ask me if i'm really celiac yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, like oh, i don't eat gluten yeah but do you like like because you really can't and like why? I what think, is yeah, making yeah. you ask that uh, yeah, yeah, yeah
2: i think it's just our natural tendency to want to understand things so we simplify things as you can't like why don't you just try yeah. because we like to make things black and white when everything is pretty great
0: we, we, we would like to assume that you're lying <laughs> Yeah, Like that would make it the world it's a, lot more a comfortable, safer and less terrifying place. Yeah. Because if you, the person that is making it up, is not capable of having that feeling, it's definitely not going to happen to me. I'm safe. You didn't get attacked by the saber-toothed tiger? <laughs> I'm fine. Oh, yeah, <laughs> there yeah, definitely yeah. isn't one around. So
1: how about you, Jordan? Like what is your
0: unpopular thought? So my unpopular thought I've been interrogating a lot more lately actually because of you Uh, because I really respect – we've talked about this in the past, but I really respect the approach that you've taken. I respect the approach of both of you, but uh, particularly recently Jarvis, around addressing your mental illness, not only identifying it, but, like, attacking it proactively. Right. Um, I'm not very proactive, I'll be honest. It's something that's definitely – Yeah, you're real bad at that. I'm real bad at (laughs) (laughs) it. To be completely candid, it's something that I – it, it's kind of a, an Ouroboros of, of grumpiness, because I, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to feed the grumpiness, and then by not feeding it, it eats its own tail, and I'm like, oh, well, well, yeah. I'm just annoyed that I'm not We discussed this in the it.
1: guilt episode, where it's like, <laughs> yeah, it oh,
0: I feel guilty guilt. because, the, yeah. And then to reverse the trilogy, the depression leads to the guilt, and the guilt leads to burnout. Yeah. To paradise 2007. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, that's a place I get locked into a lot, and as a result, I personally still hold this weird stigma around the idea of getting therapy. Yeah. Uh, th- it's, it's of two parts, and, and I welcome the two of you to completely invalidate these, because they come up all the time. I yeah, think about yeah. it quite often. Uh, one, and this is pure arrogance, I assume huh, they won't get it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. You want to figure out me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice try. I'm yeah. far too complex and interesting for right, that to ever right, right. uh, That comes up a lot, like uh, the idea of having to explain and contextualize all of yeah, this yeah, stuff. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But You know, I'm sure it's doable. People do it all the time. Right, right, right. And then the the second component is uh, this unproven skepticism that it doesn't work. Yeah. Which, at this point in my life, I have nothing but abundant evidence that it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, (laughs) I'm not going to brush my teeth. I've never seen it work on anyone else. So,
1: (laughs) I I, I would like to respond to the first point, at least. Um, Hit me up. So, I had a very similar thought. In a very similar feeling, because I think we want to feel unique. Like when mm. I when I've been in the depths of like negative thought spirals, I am thinking I am the only one who experiences this. This is a, a problem that is unique to me and my experience. Um, and then I, uh, I mean, to be completely frank, I was going through a breakup that was like particularly hard on me, and I was also afraid of going to therapy, or, or not afraid, but like didn't want to had barriers. I had barriers for, like, going to therapy. And so I I don't remember how, but I ended up reading um, this book uh, called Feeling Good, The New Mood Therapy, which is a book about um, CBT, which is cognitive yeah. behavioral therapy. And the one thing that blew my mind about the, like, they don't get it problem is that in that book, it, like, described my own mental fallacies <laughs> in words. And I yeah. was like... Fuck You <laughs> it's me like wide open. <laughs> It's like in my I'm the only one Experienced this It was like I go Well I feel like This and this and this And they're like Oh you mean Four you mean number four? <laughs> you mean number four in the list of the most common logical fallacies about the thing? And then you go like,
0: no, no, but I also feel this. You turn the page to reveal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's <laughs> number like literally five.
1: The, it's like, you're probably thinking, <laughs> but I also feel this. Like that literally happened to me while yeah. I was reading this book. And it made me, it made me realize that I'm not special. It made me realize that I am, I like, I obviously we're all special, but like most of us, yeah.
0: Yeah, it, looking, looking directly at Ptolome.
1: So I I was humbled by by reading this book. And I didn't even finish. What's the name of the book again? Sorry. The book is Feeling Good and the New Mood Therapy. Essentially it's like this seminal work on cognitive behavioral therapy where mm. like this uh doctor who worked at Stanford, um psychologist guy, uh uh kind of invents CBT and and then like in the eighties and then reprinted the book and the foreword, I'm reading it and it's like it's it's not pseudoscience it's actual science like they're basically like look uh we've done many clinical trials and here yeah. are some of the results like and it's like oh uh uh antidepressants like if you have like mild cases of d- depression or if you have mild instances of depression in in these instances we found that cognitive behavioral therapy is able to maintain the gains in in net happiness because uh, you take a um you can take a – it's like a questionnaire that essentially like scores you like in terms of yeah. spectrum stuff. And uh, it's like the the gains in essentially retraining the, – the the core tenet of cognitive behavioral therapy is that your brain and your neural pathways kind of just go the way that they've always gone. So so when you feel, when when this event happens to you you always want to respond in a certain way sure. or when when you feel a certain way it triggers a certain thought and therefore that can get started on like a negative thought spiral right and the the core tenet of CBT is that that is learned like a lot of that is at least and and you can though it's difficult and requires many like repetitions you can carve back that uh uh those Instincts. You can carve back that pathway into a different way. So it's like if every time I'm about to go into my like depths, I realize I'm doing number four, for me, it was like illuminating and kind of like pulled me out of my well, now I don't feel like I'm experiencing this unique thing because I know it's number four. So it almost feels like less genuine to experience. I can Mm -hmm. almost call it out more easily because, you know, we were talking earlier about how difficult it is to discuss depression. The fact that there are labels for the things that I was feeling and I could go, well, there it is. I can call it out. The uniqueness came with it, a power that was stripped away when I found out that a man in the 80s had written it all down in a book. Like, There's (laughs) a certain power to that when you turn the page and you're like, well, there it all is. I thought that Wow, wow, really? The whole thing? All of it? Even my name? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh,
0: funnily enough, I'm glad Tyler's here because for the life of me, I can never remember what this thing is called. And you already know what I'm talking about. But there is... Uh, I-, I historically have not subscribed that much to uh, like astrological signs or anything along those lines. I think yeah. it's interesting. Uh, it, nothing conclusive but there was uh you specifically put me onto a particular subset of uh-huh. personality types what did you call this it's called the enneagram the enneagram is in look at all these things you can have any of them yeah this is the enneagram and the reason i highlight this is not because i i haven't done nearly enough research into it oh, to know whether should there's so any validity do a whole episode on it, this they're boys, really interesting please. i'm particularly interested to, to, to hear your opinion because oh, we're gonna do this on sometime. the scant amount of research that i've done they are uh theoretically backed by cbt that's like the philosophy, at least, or the, the theoretical philosophy behind the development of many of these personality right, right. types. And the reason I mention it is because you talking there reminded me that Tyler highlighted one of them. He walked through them uh, for a little context. Tyler stays with me when he's in SF. I don't know if we talked about that. <laughs> yeah, Tyler no. is basically I'm my Jordan's son, little boy, <laughs> my sweet little boy who sleeps on my couch and sad sons and and plays uh, groovy rock and roll. <laughs> it's called Smash Mouth. Oh, <laughs> sorry, yeah, um, but. Uh, The thing that you highlighted to me, you read one to me that was so bizarrely specific, particularly around the self-medication elements of dealing with those particular personality traits, that I thought to myself, like, it was was very, very nuanced. I just thought to myself, okay, at the very, very, very least, enough other people have experienced the exact same stimuli that it's needed to be written down. Yeah. At the most... We have stumbled onto some kind of medical revelation, and I am just one of eight types of human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But worst case scenario, I am incredibly arrogant to assume that the the series oh, yeah. of traits that I've established as Jordan Cope's exclusive brand yeah. are just personal interpretation. Right, right. And to
2: right. wrap up the enneagram a little bit, the enneagram is just briefly a idea that there are nine basic personality types. And every personality type can have a little wing from different personality types that are next to theirs. Uh, And it's all very interesting, and you should look up uh, the Enneagram or go to the the Enneagram Institute and look at, learn, and just look at the type descriptions. There's nine different type descriptions if you're interested in, and we might do an episode at some point either on Sad Boys or Mr. Feels kind of about this, because each... The the unique thing about the Enneagram is it takes into account the fluidity of personality, so it gives you nine levels of this is what you're likely to look at at your worst, on, most unhealthy level, and this is what you are like at your most healthy level. Because a lot of things like Myers-Briggs, which kind of has no backing or s- well, standard to I it. I
1: mean, for context, Myers-Briggs is, was not created by psychologists. <laughs> it, was a yeah. game. It, was, it was created by two random people, yeah. <laughs> and it is not based at all in science. <laughs> and mean, somehow we've gotten to this fun. point with Myers-Briggs. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. And so the the Enneagram is not necessarily like super scientifically backed and it's not meant to be. It's just used as a tool for empathy to know that there's other people who have different basic fears and different basic desires that make them act differently. Yeah. So we should understand that people are different and treat them.
0: And I think that's a a perfect segue into a thing that I wanted to highlight and then ask the two of you about, which is that part of the reason I think I've developed this negative stigma associated with, with, with therapy um, and a few a few tangentially related things. I, I have the same, uh, sorry, I should say, I had the same skepticism when I was much younger around medication as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, oh, no, I'll figure it out. Yeah. Stiff brass, metal, powerful upper lip. Everybody kind
2: of goes for antidepressants. It's, yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm like,
0: everybody's so scared these days. It's PC gone mad. Whereas, <laughs> like, with, you know, a little bit of retrospect, I can see that that was just a philosophy built out of ignorance yeah. for the main part. And I think ignorance is the thing I want to highlight in that while I might not subscribe really actively to astrological science, to the Enneagram, to anything, Mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with accumulating knowledge. There's nothing wrong with going to a therapy session. It's not like you go to the one, and I say this as somebody that's been avoiding it really actively, so (laughs) take this with a big chunk of uh, hypocrisy, because I've been avoiding therapy for a really long time. But don't be afraid to just try it. Try anything. Just accumulate enough information so that you can... Uh, at the very least, make the authoritative decision that you don't want to do X, Y, Z. I don't want to take medication, but I have done the research to understand why I don't. I don't want to go into therapy, but I tried it and it didn't connect with me. Like, don't just assume yeah. that, ah, don't yeah. be Jordan.
2: Yeah, it's, it's that I can't language that is super unhealthy for literally anybody to use. And maybe, like, you literally can't do something right now, but when you say, I can't do something, like, I can't get out of bed or like i can't hang out like i just can't right now um like it might be true like right now that you can't do something but when you say i can't you're literally um eliminating all possibility of cans do you- and it's something that should be more nuanced than being like i really don't feel like i can do that like right now but in the future like anything's possible kids do, do you
0: have any thoughts on how you sort of uh validate those phrases like I can't get out of bed today or I I can't smile this afternoon. Like what what is like yeah. the methodology I for I feel like I'm
2: feeling like I can't get out of bed right now. Is more right. healthy approach to those types of topics.
1: There's a lot of really good resources too for like when you feel like you can't do anything that are like checklists of things that you can do. Yeah. That are really cool. It's like you can like take a shower and you yeah. can like yeah uh do and and when you do those tiny things they can improve your mood like cleaning house style yeah. um and they and, add on each other and they add on each other uh and, and can kind of get you can kind of elevate you and yeah going back to the last point like if you have insurance uh like from your employer or or otherwise and the like means to seek uh the the service of a mental health professional like it's illuminating to do like it, it, it can, and it you can owe only it to help do and you it. to yourself yeah
2: so jordan the genesis kind of of this episode is you have been feeling depressed correct
0: yeah so funnily enough throughout the recording so far and and up until the recording uh for a little bit of context i was Home today because I still might be a little bit contagious, so I didn't want to. Go, I didn't want to go into the, the office. The depression is contagious. By the so way, miserable. that's was, a scientific fact. There's a little rain cloud above me. I didn't want to get anybody. <laughs> uh, no, I, I got a little sick. So we didn't want to get anybody sick at the office, so we stayed home. And then the two of you came over uh, this evening to record the episode. And prior to that, I had a really good chat with my mum. Shout out to number one Sad Boys fan, Joy Cope. Joy, Joy, Joy. Up. The opposite of sad. The opposite of sad. Uh, my dad, miserable Cope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is why I'm stuck right in the middle. Yep. <laughs> um, but she, we had a really nice chat and it, it sort of just... Uh, neutralized a lot of the stuff I was worried about and recentered some of the stuff that I knew made me more comfortable.
2: Oh, it's like as if talking about things, like, helps, man. <laughs> you believe it. Dude, <laughs> I wonder if therapy is like a good idea for anybody. Excuse? Maybe you? <laughs> maybe nah, you.
0: Next point. Let's oh move on. Oh my god, he's oh, PC gone mad. <laughs> Sorry. But I uh, Tranquilize
1: him. <laughs> I thought that was valuable. <laughs>
0: You're out of your mind, Tyler. Um, but yeah, I had this good chat and, and afterwards I, I started to perk up a little bit. Um, but yeah, it was not a good day. It, to be very candid, I had my little moment in Phil's, and then it's funny. Jarvis uh, referenced earlier the idea of uh, the shower. Taking a shower is something you should always be able to do. The shower is easy; it's it's right
2: there. And and to be honest, sometimes it doesn't feel like it is. Yeah,
0: not. well, that's that was to me. I, I'm not very good at vocalizing that I'm in that place. You'll notice I don't believe in this episode. I've said the words. I was. Dep- I'm still struggling with it. Yeah, I think yeah. I maybe referenced it earlier, but it, yeah. it makes me very uncomfortable, and it shouldn't. Uh, but I, I, I was in a very. De- I felt depressed yeah, yeah. today. There you go. The last couple of days, and um, I remember just standing in front of the shower for like a good twenty, thirty minutes, and just being. like, I just don't know what to do. Like I'd never done it before, um, and I'm sure this is a sensation familiar to the two of you, and, and familiar Definitely. to a few listeners. I'm sure. But that sensation of, well, this isn't any more complex than it was yesterday. The actual schema behind how I take a shower is not harder than it was yesterday. But there's all of these invisible uh, blockers that I can't verbalize. them because I can't verbalize them, you end up blaming yourself. You think to yourself, Well, wow, you're just yeah. a too lazy to take a shower. You're okay. Yeah, you're, you're, just, you're, you're just, just bad. You're so stupid you can't even take a goddamn shower. Look, yeah, whereas yeah. really something that we still, as Jarvis said, we don't, the language is in such infancy that we still haven't really found a way to verbalize this. Yeah but something is making it really, really hard to pull the curtain to the side and turn the tap on. Like, that was the part I struggled with, was, the, but the curtain's closed. Yeah. How do I open the curtain? The curtain yeah. is currently not open. Wait, have
1: you seen the curtain?
0: <laughs> <laughs> do you even know about the curtain? You you seem like a man that doesn't understand the curtain. Uh, does that resonate at all in my, does my language make sense? That feeling of, it's not that the thing is hard, it's that the thing is a thing. Yeah. Uh, I, I, There's a diagram um, that I saw a long time ago I wish I could find it and maybe share it in the artwork Or something but it was a really great I found to be an excellent description of what the sensation Of depression can feel like and I wanted to throw it out To the two of you before we talk about our own Experiences as a little bit of context yeah. In my experience at least with this diagram Depression was Visualized as Okay there is a circle A perfect circle that indicates you as a human being In your broad emotional capacity And then there is a smaller circle within that which is uh, stress and intensity and struggle, things that may lead you to a breakdown or a burnout, let's say. This is be anything as small as things are tricky at work, all the way to I feel physically ill or I've just gone through a breakup. Just everything. It's all negative emotion. Not even negative. It's just all emotion. And then depression is a vice that shrinks the external circle down to the point where things that would otherwise not be all that upsetting or all that much stressful suddenly have so much little room to grow in. Yeah. They have no place to swim. Yeah. yeah. And then suddenly you're st- – like, yeah, taking a shower every day was a tiny iota inside that circle a few weeks ago. Yeah. And now this morning I go into the shower, I'm like, well, there's two directions. Which way do I pull the fucking – I yep. feel
1: like it. I really identify with that a lot, yeah. Like, um, I personally, like – feel like I have a lot of swings myself um, that is like one of my goals for like getting into therapy is that um, I can be like on top of the world and then just like really, really low, like within the context of the same day uh, or even the same hour or whatever. Um, And what I notice when I'm in that situation is that um, when I'm at a high, uh, nothing can bring me down. And when I'm at a low, anything can bring me down. Like, yeah. any anything that, like, doesn't go my way is, like, world-ending, right? And or, then
0: you create this self-critical cycle where you're like, why are you getting upset about the shower, yeah. dude? Yeah. What are yeah, you doing? Yeah. Why are you upset that you made a video a couple of weeks ago with no problem and now you're struggling to make a video? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Or, yeah, and it's just, like, I, I, I personally, like, trigger my own sort of spirals in that way because I am such a... I don't give myself, cut myself a lot of slack. Uh, I like, I try a lot of things and I want to be, I want to succeed at Mm. at the things I'm trying. And when I give something a lot of my time and I don't succeed, um, it's a, it's a pretty strong trigger for my own like sort of negative feelings about, about myself.
2: No. Yeah. And I feel like that same exact feeling is definitely what I felt when I was in my most severely depressed state. It was getting up in the morning and literally having like, first of all, panic attack after opening my eyes to just be like, oh crap, there's another day that I have to like live. Uh, and then secondly, like after getting out of bed, which took a while, I would have a pa- panic attack. Like how the heck do I put on clothes? How do I decide <laughs> yeah. like what to wear? Like, it's so like laughable. and like, that's it's so stupid. Right. But like, I couldn't fathom like how do people like choose what to wear and that I was so far gone that that was like a legitimate yeah. thought mm. and that was happening so frequently and just to be like radically candid like that was one uh, trigger to essentially a, a suicide attempt was I can't I can't pick up clothes. I can't bathe myself. I yeah. can't choose what to wear. Yeah. So what like else do what? I, do? I can't. I literally can't do anything. Like I'm not. Everybody else can do this. Why can't I? Like I'm worthless. I, and so yeah. it just feeds into that cyclical negative self-talk that just leads to difficult thought spirals that just go down and down until yeah. you feel like nothing.
0: For for the two of you, do you find that the more you've educated yourself on the stimuli and result of depression? Has it made the actual state easier? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I,
1: I, I think that like my lows now are nowhere near my lowest yeah. lows. Like I just like my experience with like CBT and going to therapy is that I have essentially, if you're imagining uh like a sinusoidal wave where um there's like the the peak is the the high and the valley is the low, mm. I have been able to like shrink the the the, the yeah. like depth of the low cool. like essentially so like now when i like am going down to a place i don't get as low and i don't stay as low for as long whereas like in high yeah. school i could be like high and then like have a long low and then come back up it's like now i get to the low still sometimes but i don't stay there for very yeah long. right because
2: when you know more about something you have the wherewithal to be able to step outside of yourself and be like oh, this is what I'm feeling, what those books talk about. And like these feel like I'm not this. Like these are something that are just feelings that are coming up in me. And like all of these are lies that I'm telling myself. Like I'm not alone in this. I'm not incapable of being loved. Like that's ridiculous thinking. And so the more you know, the more you can counteract those negative feelings with positive truths.
1: Because those like thoughts, those things that you tell yourself, those thoughts that you have, are usually so fake they're so like without merit that they can't stand up sort of in a court of law yeah. uh, and the more tools you get to deal with them is a- as if you were like learning the rule of law yourself yeah and, and and so when those like I imagine it as like a boulder is falling and um, you're trying to keep the boulder up from falling to like the depths and that's like when it falls to the depths that is a depression you there are a couple of skills that you're developing. one is to keep that boulder up in the air and not falling, and another is to put thrust that boulder like out of the depths once it's gotten there right um and and I think there that's two axes of like at least in my mind the way I think about my own experiences with this two axes of how I feel about myself um and oh. and, and how I can like sort of improve at like dealing with those situations
0: what i find is interesting i think you make a really good point with this that i hadn't really thought about is that to, to carry on from that analogy correct me if i'm wrong i don't feel as though educating yourself actually makes you stronger and thus able to hold the boulder longer yeah, it instead just informs you how to get the boulder out of the pit yeah yeah and how to know when the boulder is beginning to fall and yes. also
2: being like Hey, that boulder fell. Okay, walk around that boulder. <laughs> like
0: you don't have to deal with that. Like it's just something that happened. Get a different boulder, bro. <laughs> yeah, I f- yeah. I feel like that's a something that I've I've wrestled with a lot recently. Is the thought of, but <laughs> I know I, it, all about depression. I read that book. <laughs> Why am I still depressed? Like as yeah, if. Yeah, yeah. Educating yourself, like, I know how uh, my spinal injury happened and I'm fine. Yeah. yeah. No, you just know yeah. what not to
2: do. It makes now. it easier to deal with, not easier to have. Yeah.
1: There, there's this concept uh, that I, it's a phrase from, uh, you know, our good friend and CEO, Jack Conti, uh, Dad Conti. Dad Conti.
0: Uh, uh, That's his it's new brand. He rebranded as Dad
1: Conti. From one of his uh, talks, which is like, uh, he he talks about it in in the context of it, failure as a creative, but the phrase smoothing out the emotional curve. Mm. I, I I think of that as like a really powerful way to think about what you were doing when you are learning to cope with your um, own like mental neuroses. You're not removing. You're not always removing the spikes and the, mm. and, the and the falls, but you are smoothing it out so yeah. nothing is like that. You can see it coming. Oh, here I go. Here I go. It's it's happening. I have full knowledge of it because this ride actually like has a turning point. And, and it gives you more lead time to deal with it as well. Like, for example, when that boulder... You go instead of, like, the boulder fell to... The boulder seems like it's starting to fall. <laughs> it's starting to fall. And you can get into position. Let me warn the foreman. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are
0: you familiar that the boulder will be falling in approximately 30 minutes? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Which, in turn, and, makes you more... Uh, and and when you have that level of I mean, not to push this analogy as far as it can go. And the analogy I came up with
1: in two seconds, so I apologize. <laughs> yeah, it's breaking to pieces. Yeah.
0: But if you were to speak to the foreman and condition the workforce to catch the boulder when it falls, the more you do that, the more prepared the workforce is. Yeah. Every time that boulder falls, you just go, Oh right, yeah, but the boulder always comes back up, right? Yeah. We because know that.
1: That is a that is one of the like things about C B T is like the The way I think, and I don't know if this is like completely factual, uh, and I also don't know like how much like actual data we have about this, the way I think about the negative thought patterns is that it's like reflexes gone bad. It's like, oh, this is just the way that the canyon was built as the water ran through it, right the 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 water eroded this path as time went on, yeah and and you had no say in the matter. And so now this is just the way the water flows when it comes down. We're using a different analogy now. Sorry. Um, and stick it with geology camp. though. Boulders and <laughs> yeah. Can yeah. with geology. Can we pull a rock in. Uh, did, <laughs> that would really help did I mention me. I work with computers? <laughs> um, and uh, and and what you were doing, and it's not like an overnight thing because what you were doing is like building new canyons. Yeah. B- b- building a new path for that water to go to a more constructive place and
2: these are literal like at times like literal neural pathways that are physically grooves in your brain that you're carving out that might be very like minute and microscopic but like aren't even physically there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sub studies don't super quote me on that and it's good to add like the well, caveat do that quote him. <laughs> yeah. that you know none of us giant are <laughs> Columbus, <laughs> super don't up. super
1: quote him <laughs> don't don't uh, mini don't quote me on jump that jump in a time machine uh, and go back to 2008 <laughs> Facebook and super quote Yeah, him. <laughs> <laughs> what a
2: poll. I've heard that from numerous sources that are cool people but I haven't fact checked them but I think a, a, a good caveat to add is none of us are mental health professionals and are definite not ultimate authorities
0: on anything so take that as you will
1: yeah Uh, we're just talking about our experience at least take
0: this as like hey you know what we are authorities on is talking about our own experience as are you listener and jordan i think that's a good tie-in to i think it's
2: pretty clear even literally like being here this morning in the same room as you and also being with you now that like talking about things and doing this is like in not only like improve your mood and your being from like your earlier depressed self, but like has highly improved. Would you agree? I feel like just, I can literally physically see a, a difference in your demeanor from early yeah. this morning. And I think that just goes to show uh, that uh, it dismisses this misnomer of therapy that like, Oh, they can't do anything for me. Well, Hey, maybe they can't do anything for you, but you know what? That's not what therapy is about. Therapy is about them helping you process it. It's not about what they can do. They're just there for guides to lead you, to help you process your own feelings. Because ultimately, you are the only person that can do something about it. You're the only catalyst for change. So nobody can really do anything about it. But what they can do is they can help get you to better places. Uh, through what you can do for yourself,
1: they're like the senseis that train yeah, you. Yeah, dude, suit.
2: Karate Kid sensei. What, yeah, what's what? Yeah. They're the Mr. Miyagi's of <laughs> they, <laughs> mental health. They help
1: you
0: figure out how to do like yeah
2: things to the ball you're, you're yeah. not going to be able to win a karate tournament without waxing on and waxing off a Yeah, the, bit.
0: most therapists will make you wash car windows <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that's what peculiar. mine did. yeah it's a weird uh,
1: thing I, I thought it was just a thing i had with my therapist but <laughs> yeah. after consulting with everyone else <laughs> so, uh,
0: your therapist is just a person you found <laughs> <laughs> they're free <laughs> yeah it's true <laughs> um this was really nice Oh, I wonder if people can tell when we record in my bedroom. <laughs> Do you think it has like a tonal shift? Yeah, no. We've been uh, kind of uh, like d- natural water
2: flowing throughout the room in yeah. different postures. It's just and- like I hear the sexy jazz music in the bathroom. In the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> in, the bathroom. <laughs> in, the, in the background. In the uh, yeah. Moving on. Okay. Uh, I had an okay childhood. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Constant what? Jazz in the bathroom? <laughs> That's my um. biggest
1: fear. <laughs> jazz in the bathroom. <laughs> <Jazz return>. <laughs> 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 can you take like, this?
0: There's not many take this somewhere worse else. venues for jazz than the bathroom <laughs> yeah, i mean it does have good it's acoustic true. that's probably a little too Alright, jordan take this somewhere that's not here this the show yeah thanks for listening to the sad boys uh oh. it's a podcast that's online yeah it is i like it personally it's also offline once you download it that's true you can listen to it on, online or offline i have a request for the listeners mm. this very episode yes uh, we are still taking submissions We had a few very tasty ones But we're still taking For submissions pen For pen pals pen pals With a Z. Z Yeah with a Z Oh gosh uh, Pen pals with a Z Because oh,
2: somehow that's a joke <laughs> 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 um, I was cringing that whole episode Listening to <laughs> it today talking about? Like, Our good name The give.
0: homework is having to listen to this episode <laughs> Not doing what you guys said The say. homework is having to figure out pen pals <laughs> um, But yeah feel free to submit uh, via DM Via Facebook Via the Twitters The Instas Whatever we're mm. Sad
1: Boys Pod at Gmail. We're Sad Boys yeah. Pod on Twitter. We're yeah. Sad Boys
0: Pod on
1: oh. Facebook. Uh-huh. Yeah. Get it. Where else? And uh. we're Sad Boys Pod in your bathroom. <laughs> oh, play some jazz. Play
0: some jazz. All right. Uh young Tyler May, before we bounce out, is there anything you would like to shout out slash plug?
2: Uh I would like to shout out therapy. Oh uh I'd like to shout out empathy. Uh, talking to other people, and being kind to one another, and also School of Rock.
3: Oh,
1: cool!
2: Um, None but, of, not your
0: podcast. Uh, my, my podcast nope, sorry. is lost the opportunity. Uh, uh, is, is, a, I'd also <laughs> like to shout out
3: empathy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> my podcast is very similar to this, but just has more structure this and is, a lot less derailments. <laughs> I have no idea what uh, you're talking about. But there, there's a little less laughter. Uh, but we like to talk about mental health in a lighthearted way. So we have interviews with people with different perspectives and various mental illnesses who talk about their feelings, similar to Sad Boys. It's called Mr. Feels, uh, you can check it out. Uh, on podcast apps, mr. dot or at Mr. Feels Podcast on Twitter. I am tyler may that's my name and i am at tyler may media on all social medias i'm not very important so don't feel like you have to follow me um (laughs) i also deal with uh, insecurity (laughs) 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 and i handle
0: it very well shout out to insecurity (laughs) (laughs) i like to plug empathy and insecurity (laughs)
1: thanks for having me on boys hey appreciate it boy not a problem. Right. Thanks for being on the show. Yeah, I'm and gonna we'll have you.
0: Best of luck, since you're about to head downstairs and sleep about eight feet away from yeah. me. Yeah,
2: <laughs> but I will have you boys on my podcast, Mr. <gasps>
0: Beals, at some point. Speaking of podcast guesting, mm. I want to give a shout out. Ooh! For in a week, Ooh. we will be releasing an episode of the show. Oh, yes! And we're very excited. We <gasps> are. And can I speak in a stranger cadence? <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> uh, n- no, <laughs> no, You cannot, <laughs> Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah, exciting episode coming out next week. Keep an eye out. Uh, we've got an exciting guest coming along. Because, you're not even uh, gonna say who it is, but all that no, hype
2: and no payoff. That's the Sad Boys in a nutshell. <laughs> all the yeah, hype, yeah, no hype and no all payoff. All the hype <laughs> and none of the payoff. <laughs> and with that in mind, TM.
0: we only have one thing to say to you, young talent. Oh, what is it? We, we love, love you. you. And we're sorry. Yeah, boy. Boom.
3: Boom. <laughs>